Your starship was badly damaged during a routine cargo run. Your distress beacon was answered by a ship full of immortal and beautiful people. You now sit at a bar trying to make heads or tails as to why they won't let you go after your ship was fixed. And why would you want to leave? She asked, smiling and tilting her head as she did so. Her silver eyes reflected the white lights of the ship's bar. Every crease at the corners of her mouth seemed perfectly arranged, as if a painting had come to life before me. Well, I have a job to do, I replied, taking another sip from the golden liquid that seemed to be the only drink on offer. Warmth spread from my throat to my stomach as I swallowed. My fingers began to tingle. I mean, I'm grateful for your help with my ship, but now it's time for me to carry on with my journey, after all. I chuckled. If that cargo don't get delivered, I don't get paid. The alien woman laughed with me. A sound of such profound joy, I felt a sudden welling of tears in my eyes at the hearing of it. What in space were these creatures, I wondered. They seemed to appear from nowhere after the accident. Cosmic space dust collisions are a one in million chance. But when they happen, survival is rare. The flames had almost reached the cockpit. But then their golden palace-like ship had emerged from dark space, and these silver-eyed angels had saved me. Staying with us, you have no need for money, the alien woman said softly. Stay with you. I shook my head ruefully. And what need would beings such as yourself have for someone such as me? I certainly won't fit in. I took another sip of the golden drink. Besides, I have a daughter to see. With the money I make from this delivery, she might finally know me. Suddenly, porcelain arms surrounded me in an embrace as the alien woman drew me into a hug. I craned my neck to look into those silver eyes and saw silver tears running from them like rivers of mercury. Say now, whatever could be the matter? I asked. Did mention of my daughter stir some sad memory of yours? I'm sorry, she sobbed. But to leave behind one's family is a dreadful thing. Aye, it was at that but the journey will only be a few months more, and well worth it. You don't understand, Arthur. She leant back and wiped her eyes, every movement so precise that even this motion appeared as if a subtle dance. I don't remember telling her my name. I start to my feet, a sudden spike of fear coursing through me. Who are you now? Been a few too many coincidences this day. Am I your prisoner? The other beings in the bar had all turned to look at me now. Why did their eyes all look so sad? Arthur, you are no prisoner of ours, but neither can you return to your family. It is time for you to remember. Look upon your hands. I look down at the charred skeletal ruins where my hands used to be. Then I see it, the rest of my body, scorched beyond anything recognizable as a human being. Then I remember. Ah, I croak. So that's it. You didn't arrive in time after all, did you? We never do, Arthur, the silver-eyed woman said, hugging me again. We never do.